It's time for the Dan Fogler for the Experience Podcast. Oh, I can't hear anything. Now I'm recording. Now you're recording. My God, this is exciting. Jack, you want to get Topher on the line? Yes, I will dial now. Ah, Topher Grace is gracing us with his grace. <laughs> this guy. Oh, whoa, whoa, crazy sounds. Hey, what is that, man? Are we going underwater? Oh. Under the sea. In an octopus's garden in the shade. Hello. 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 Whoa, Mr. Dan Fogler. Oh, my God. Holy shit, dude. This is huge. <laughs> Long time no see, man. Yeah, man. How the fuck are you? Where are you at right We've now? We've spoken. Yes. I'm, I'm uh, just at my house in L.A. Awesome. Wait, the, not, you're are we the, live on the air right now? We are. No, we're not live. Okay. We can edit at any moment. Do you need a second to uh, gather your thoughts? No, no, I'm here. I'm ready, dude. <laughs> you hit me. It's not live. You know, we can, we can edit whatever the hell we want. How the fuck are you, man? Wait, wait. Give me the history of you doing this. Like, what episode number is this? We're season two, episode one. This is this like eighth or ninth. Maybe it's the tenth. Oh my god! I'm on the premiere episode. I knew it. <laughs> no, you're not. This is the... season two. You brought in the big guns, dude. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you something. You are, man. I, I, the only other, the only other real celebrity is Cat uh, Greenleaf from Talk Stoop, and uh, or Stoop oh, well, Talk. Then, yeah. And, man, you are just like. I, I I did it, man. I feel like Indiana Jones, man. I got the. I idol. said that to you the first day we worked together. I said, Dan, welcome to the top. <laughs> I, you did, and you had a you had a, like a cane with a diamond on it. You still have that? That's right. I said, please don't speak to me for the rest of the shoot, and I just kind of walked away. But um, I, I really always I always appreciated that you never spoke to me again. I know, right? Until no, now, it, yeah. it's, it's the exact fucking opposite. Because let me tell you something. I just want to tell the whole world that Topher, <laughs> Topher Grace, on the whole world, Topher Grace <laughs> is a mensch. You know what that means, man? You I up, do, are yeah. You, are you up on your Yiddish, Mr. Grace? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if you're right, but I know what you mean. In my life, you are, because how many times did you, how many times did I, like, chill at your house? You know, like, how many yeah, times? I, mean, I miss that, man. You used to, you were, like, my roommate. This is after we worked together. Uh, which is rare. You know, a lot of times I, I like think people are cooler before we work together. And then it's like the downside of me getting married is that we no longer, you're no longer my common law wife. I'm not allowed to come over anymore. What is she, what's she like? I mean, <laughs> what's that? How is she? Is she cool, man? Is she like, uh... yeah, yeah, she's great. I mean, look, I love being married, but, uh, uh, it's just so. I mean, you and I used to have these late, late night kind of hang sessions, and yeah, that's the beauty of uh, you know having a house and being single. I guess. Yeah, you were you were the you were the bachelor king, and you would let me <laughs> seriously, man. I I mean, I just how, you 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 let me hang out at your stay over at your house like 
so many times and saved me so much money, you know. And and like I, I'll never. <laughs> I'll, anytime you come to New York, man, you got a place to say you know that. And, no, uh, look, I appreciate it, but you are like, I mean, not to uh, return a compliment with a compliment, but you are like um, the greatest guy to have around in any given situation. You are the. I would say if I had to explain you to someone, go on. Uh, you, you are like the most authentic artist I know who can still do commercial stuff. Like you're so uh, uniquely uh, and, and kind of, and you go out of your way to be yourself and bring that to your art and do, you know, weird shit like this podcast we're probably on right now. But then also you <laughs> can, you know, you have a passport to kind of go to any level of, uh, you know, commercial films and TV shows. I just, I, I love being around someone who, who, uh, that's why it was great to always have you there. So you were, you're so about art and creating art and then also, but that doesn't preclude you from doing really cool commercial stuff. Tell me more. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, that also, was... <laughs> no, no, no. Also, uh, one time I saw your dick, you know, when you got out of the shower, I was peeking and you're hung, dude. Thanks, brother. I wanted, I'm glad that you brought that up because. Right. <laughs> every guest to bring that up. Right. Yeah. Everyone's applauding. Everyone's very happy here. Um, so, <laughs> you're in, and and let me tell you, so many, because you're great. Because you don't you don't smoke pot, and I'm obviously a big pothead. And you and you know it's it's California, but um, <laughs> you were cool, man. You let me you let me smoke in your in your backyard and stuff and and uh no i don't give a shit i mean no, i think don't. uh i mean i love it most of my friends do especially yeah i live out here in la i just the thing that bugs me is because i was on 70s show everyone assumes yeah. that i'm really into it so yeah. no one's turned down more free marijuana than me wow man like i mean everyone wants to smoke out with me um can you please by the way, dance. not to say that i haven't had fun in my life but uh, I never, I don't give a shit what people do. Can you just tell them to send it to the 4D experience here? <laughs> <laughs> just straight here. Just You can sponsor our weed habit. You, uh, you got it. But you don't, you have, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you have this, this great story where, because um, you don't smoke weed, but you like tried, didn't you try like a, a, ta- like a, a mint or something or like a cookie or something? Okay, so my story is that I... It was I had a weird thing where I'd never acted before seventy show, right? I was just going to school. Someone saw me in a school play, and it was my first audition. Right. A lot of actors hate, you know, when I tell the story because I didn't really work very hard for it. But uh, <laughs> once I got it, I thought this is going to be. I mean, I was in my late teens, and I thought this is going to be an amazing opportunity if I do it right. And I really will never forgive myself if I don't. And that was probably the time I would have started. Uh, you know, experimenting with stuff. And I just shut it down. It was no fun when I was doing that show, especially at the beginning, because like, I just didn't want to mess up. Right. You didn't want to mess up that opportunity. I didn't, I didn't even understand acting, dude. I remember during the pilot, the director said to me, like, <laughs> that was a great take. You didn't face the cameras at all. <laughs> like, I was, it was terrible. So I thought, I'm going to not. You did school also, plays, you know, I heard so many cautionary tales about Hollywood and stuff. I decided not to do anything. But then right after the show ended, I was at a party. Right. And I was probably open to it anyway. But someone offered me a uh, breast strip. 
Uh, Sally, I think this is a charity about getting kids off drugs, and this was like one of the kids. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and I said, "Oh, I need, I need a breath strip." I didn't understand what they were saying. Oh. And I took it, and I remember she goes, uh, "I, I should have known something." She goes, "Do you want half? It's really strong." And I was like, uh, "Babe, I think I can handle uh, a breath whole breath mint." <laughs> and and then I was just yeah, but that kind of I mean, No one's been that high. It was a full strip of THC. Oh, buddy. And uh, I was just soaring. And then uh, I remember, <laughs> you remember Gordon? I pulled my friend aside and oh, I said, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, luckily I had one of my best friends there. And I said, hey, real quick, because you understand, I didn't, I'd never been high and I didn't know I was high. Yeah. So like, I just thought I was, I don't know what I thought was going on. I was like, oh, the world's ending. So I took him you aside and I said, oh, hey, okay. uh, wow. you know, just let me ask you a question real quick, man. Like, is there lava coming out of the back of my head? Wow. That's what it felt like. And uh, she said, no. And I said, dude, can you check? You know, like you didn't even look. You were that was like that was like acid or something that she gave you. It was, you know, a lot of people have said if you have that much THC, it's like it is. You're like really tripping balls. So, no, no, man, you got to. Uh, I remember yeah. I was so high that night, dude. The uh, every time I moved, the sheets on my bed were singing to me. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Dude. Yeah. And I was, I was really looking down at the sheets going like, guys, like, shit. <laughs> Every time you like, you you like made a like a motion. The the sheets were just like, yeah, yeah. But it was like a chorus of like there was some pattern on the sheets, and there was a chorus of like thousands singing to me. It was I couldn't wow. get to sleep. It was annoying. What was she? Find out what she gave you, because I want to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just one strip at a time. Maybe one little cube at a time. Jesus. Wow. Oh, I, if I'm sure if I had a little piece, it would have been fun. I just went. Right. And my first time, too. I mean, think of how pure my body was. <laughs> oh, I went like. Well, there's a thing crazy. where they say, like, uh, where you got to s- smoke. I don't know how it is with the edibles. It might be something, something totally different. But you have to smoke at least, like, five or or three or five times before you really feel high. And that's that's how it was with me. I didn't really get get high until, like, I guess my fourth time, I was like, "Oh, I see." <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> and then it's yeah, edibles are rough, dude. Yeah. We went to Amsterdam. I was just doing this film over in Europe, and what my was wife that? and I went to Amsterdam. Yeah, and you edibles, shot it in Amsterdam. I don't think there's any way to tell. You shot it in Amsterdam. No, good lord, that would have nothing would have gotten done. Right, but, exactly. well, we shot in England, and oh, okay, we took like. But by the way, you know, Amsterdam has a lot of other great things besides the red light district, but we kind of looked at each other and went like, you know, went in Rome wow. and, uh, and it, there's no way to tell with edibles. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm not an expert, but like, so you are doing that's that the thing. Stuff you just now. don't you're know. D- you're eating stuff. <laughs> well, now I am. Yeah. you and do you smoke now? No, you know, I've never, I just never liked the act of smoking anything, but you like, but, uh, you're cool with edibles, man. Yeah. I'm more open to eating it. Dude. Now we got to hang out and have an edible. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Dude, turns out my wife was the key. No shit. Uh, now, well, I like her more and more now. You know, I don't fucking. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm getting not that I didn't now. like her. Not like, that not I didn't like thing. her. I love her. I just never but really. We were, in, really we were in Amsterdam. That made it like kind of feel okay. <laughs> That's great, man. Uh, dude, I because here because I associate, um, you know, because I used to. I, I don't. Ever since you got married, like it's. I don't really see you that much, right? Uh, not to get like yeah, it's terrible, man. It's gotten real personal. I guess it's like with the same. It's like the same thing with the, with my. You know, I'm a family guy now. Are you guys? Are you guys thinking about uh, kids and stuff? 
Yeah, we just got married seven months ago. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm not. Gonna... Who knows what it's going to be? Gotcha, gotcha. She probably listens to this podcast. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you don't know what the hell she's listening to, do you? I don't know what my wife yeah, is. No, I mean, no, I know it's not this podcast, though, Dan. Yeah, problem. no, I don't know how many people are listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, I want to talk about um, the fact that you did a Star Wars cut. Right? Yeah. And um the people have this has become legendary, right? You did a <laughs> you did a seriously, people ask me about it because it's like a coveted thing to have like seen it. Um, yeah, I would say one out of every one hundred people that I bump into goes insane and is like, I have to see it. And then the, the other ninety nine people have no idea what would or would never have heard of this thing. But it was really a great response, man. Were you there by the way when we did it? When you did what? The screening. I know Seth was there. No, I heard about it. I was. I. I've saw it. Uh, I saw it, chilling at your place a couple times with you. Oh, that I just showed it to you. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. like, that's rare. I haven't really shown it to that many people outside. And it's that it's, night. We just had this one screening. And you edited that yourself, right? Well, yeah. Look, I'm not. Uh, I'm no Kyle Newman. <laughs> uh, when it comes to Star Wars, I mean, I'm not. Uh, that I mean, I like Star Wars a lot, like the next guy, but I wasn't a super fan or something. I basically, um, when I made Take Me Home Tonight with the amazing Dan Fogler, that was my first time ever in the editing room because I was a producer on it, and I gave just bad notes. I mean, like, you don't know <laughs> as an actor, it's a, it's a whole different world. I mean, like, you're in it, man. What you're editing so is in it. It's what's a, that you're, when you're in it like that. You know, you're when you're when you're a part of it. You're you're. It's you on screen that you're trying to edit. It's hard. Oh, it's so it, hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no. It's 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 it was terrible. And I kind of went like, I gotta. If I'm ever gonna do this again, I gotta understand the act of you know what editing is. It's like a totally separate art. And I I would never be an editor. I just wanted to learn. You know, the way a director might go to an acting class or something to learn a little bit about being a better director. Where so. I bought a G5 tower and final cut. And I, I think the first thing I cut was atonement because I had a weird idea as to how that film could be in a different order because there are all these cool flashbacks in it. And then oh, crazy. I, I had a copy of it, but it was like 40 minutes long. People were like, why, why would a film be 40 minutes? So I thought, wait, if, what could I, like what amount of material that I'm not in could I take that would be like, you know, a ton of footage and I could edit down into one movie. Right. And so I put those new three Star Wars films. But this time there was no J.J. Abrams stuff. So it was like, that was it. That no, was, you had the prequels. There will never be another Star Wars thing. You took, the yeah. prequel, you took all three prequels and you made them into one awesome fucking yeah. movie. Well, first I, I made them a nine-hour movie, right? I put the outtakes in. So it was like back to back to back. It was like nine and a half hours. And then I just kind of whittled it down into one. And it was really just to learn how to like use the keyboard and how to edit something. And then uh, Kyle, uh, the director of Fanboys, uh, who I invited to the screening, brought like three bloggers with him. Crazy. And then the internet, I didn't even have Twitter or anything at the time. Like, I'm not an internet dude. And the internet went like crazy. Because it was, I, I don't think anyone ever thought there'd be another Star Wars film at that time. Right. So this was like kind of the new, a new version a of new it. A new way and, to watch it, yeah. Uh, what did you think of it when you saw it? 
Oh man, I loved it because you took you took out every, basically in a nutshell you took out everything that was shitty about you know <laughs> the uh, the first one, um, and you you basically t- took you distilled everything down to what was great about each of those films, and you took let's say you know um, t- you know. Twenty percent of the first one, and then you took uh, uh, you know thirty percent of the, the the other the next one, and then you took fifty percent of the third one. You mashed them all together, and you got a hundred percent of deliciousness. It was great that night. You know, I end I reordered the ending so it ends with that great Darth Vader scene. And people were like, I mean, there were only like two hundred people or something watching it. Right. But people were like cheering at the end. It was. Fuck. So amazing. By the way, I'm doing The Hobbit right now, just as an exercise. Oh, as an exercise. Jesus, man. So you're going to make that that into a watchable... By the way, that one should really be one film. Like, this other one, you know, it was, like, hard to get Star Wars into one. You have license... The problem with it is people kind of... What's that? You have license to make it, I'd say, at least two and a half, three hours, if you wanted to, because alone, they're so goddamn long. So you can, if you had to mush all them in there, I'd say you can make a... I'd love to see that, man. Holy shit. Yeah, I think it's going to be something around two hours. And I'm using some Lord of the Rings footage. It's just like a hobby. What I hate is that when I release any of this stuff, people are always like, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever. They don't like actors doing other things, you know, like you, you, I'm sure you've had some of that. You know, they go, what are you doing? But it's just like a fun hobby. And I love showing friends. And, and it, it's good to know on set kind of what the other, you know, side of production does, you know? No, it's it's absolutely good to know everything, man. You should have an uh, yeah. Orson Wellian view of the whole thing. Um, That's right. Um, so let's tell everybody how I helped you get the part in Interstellar. Well, wait, what is the back? <laughs> yeah, wait, you were out when that was happening, right? What? I Didn't I help you audition for that when I was chilling? No, house? you just ran lines with me. Yes. For like hours. And then that was... Uh, you know what it was? You know what it was, dude? I'm remembering. Excellent. <coughs> Excuse me. It was... <laughs> the, 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 they made up sides, but it was confusing because they were both fictional and in the future, and he was a doctor. So it was like, I couldn't tell what was like <laughs> the futuristic speak that didn't exist yet, or the doctor speak, which I wouldn't understand anyway. So it was just like a terrible pages of stuff i had to do and you just sat there and drilled me and then i got it while you were there so thank you dude didn't i didn't i tell you at the end of it to do something like you finish the scene and then oh yeah like, what was didn't i tell no, you you to said do at the like, beginning i should go in and say to chris nolan <laughs> wait what was the song uh, was it, it something was, like uh, that or like show me that smile <laughs> that smile yeah you just start, you start singing the growing pain theme uh for no reason yes and then the Chris Nolan would go like, "You got it, kid. You got that spark." And you did it, didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, oh. that's pro- so listening to you probably uh, <sighs> would have been the worst advice ever. But I will tell you, the funny thing is, dude, this is what no one knows about Chris Nolan until you work with him. I guess is that he's got a great sense of humor. Like I actually think he would crack up at that. He's a really, really funny guy. I mean, he makes some serious films, but he's awesome. Like he would. I mean, you got to commit all the way, but yes. I think he would actually think that's hilarious. Let me tell you something, man. You seen this movie? Um, you seen this movie, Arrival? Yeah, I loved Arrival. 
I, I saw it uh, as being like a, a sister, like companion piece to Interstellar. What yeah. Yeah. They're similar, yeah. Right? Hey, um, why don't you tell everyone how I said to you, yes. you were saying, I don't want to do Harry Potter, I don't want to do anything with Harry Potter. And I said, no, Dan, do the prequel. Remember that? You said, I don't want to be in the films. I said, no, no, dude, if they ever do a prequel, you should be in that. No, what happened was, this is what happened. You're welcome. I, thank you, buddy. I, this is what happened. This, because this makes you a prophet. This was ye- this was years ago before Fantastic Beasts was even in like you know anywhere on the on the radar. You and I were sitting there, and I was like, "Man, I love Harry Potter, and I I wish I could be in a Harry Potter or something, but I'm not British. I you know I, how would I ever possibly you know what am I gonna you know be the one American guy that like stumbles in, and and then you you were just like, dude." Whatever you said, you were just like, dude, nah, keep the faith, keep it in your heart. You were just like, keep that in your heart. It's going to happen. I remember what I said was, <laughs> no, dude, what they should do is a prequel that for some reason takes place two or 300 years earlier, Holy but in America. Shit. You were so goddamn precise. I was really on it, too. And I said, don't do the lead, dude. Don't do the lead. Do the fun friend. Of course, that's my fucking that yeah. dude. Well, I mean, I could have told you that. I could have told. That's my. <laughs> that's my. That, does, that doesn't take a profit. <laughs> that's my mo, man. That's how I. That's how I roll. I'm, you know. Anyway, so right. uh, I was the newt. Uh, what's his name of uh, of Take Me Home Tonight? Dude, are we gonna do a Take Me Home Tonight too? Uh, definitely not, Dan. That, uh, <laughs> Did not make enough money. Uh, it, although it, it was cl- it was close with what um, with what Fantastic Beasts kind of domestic bo was. We didn't have the foreign. So, oh, did it did it actually get that high? That's nice. No, uh, no. <laughs> one is the most successful film of the year. The other one was not. But the, but they've made sequels to, to stuff that didn't do so well. No, you, would you would you want to uh, if they gave you the green light? I like. I would love to only because what a great group. I mean, you, Tez, Chris Pratt, and Anna Ferris. I mean, like that was. We were all hanging out. I mean, it was real. Dude, if we were gonna do it, would you set it in the nineties? Ah, it'd be the greatest. Yeah. Let's... You, you look. Working with you was such a terrific experience. I think I had more stuff with you than anyone else in that film, right? And like, I mean, I loved everyone. And luckily, I got to be a part of the casting of that. So, uh, you know, it should have been my favorite experience with an ensemble, which it was, but like you are just such a unique, great voice. I, I, I really am. So I, I was driving down, uh, by Warner brothers and I saw a poster of your face that was like three stories high. Nice. It was just you, you know, one of these huge posts you probably really? saw this on the side of Warner. No, Park. I didn't. I saw it. And on, I, I saw the water tower. I was like, Holy shit. Fantastic pieces on the water yeah. tower. I, I should have taken a picture like next to this picture of you, but it was, I, I went like, I was so happy that the world is going to know what I've known. And, and a lot of people have known, but like on a real international level, like how, what just a unique uh, performer you are. And without, you know, you're like the nicest guy. Like I've known people who are really unique and like mean or, uh, you know, they have to go somewhere to get it. It's just like, it's just coming off of you in waves, man. Like I, I just loved working with every take was different and awesome. And that 
is the first time I was in post. And so I really know the depth at which, you know, I've seen all the takes, you know what I mean? You are, I just, I hope we get to work together again, man. Fuck you. Click. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, dude, I, I'm begging you to make a take me up tonight too, dude. I'd love to work. I'd love to fucking do that all over again. That was like one of my favorite experiences ever. Um, yeah, it was that cast was really special. Not even just the main five. Oh, no, everybody, man! It was a, it was everyone. A, yeah, it was just a, such a blast. I, I had a, I had such a good time. Um, and I, and yeah. I would just love to fucking, you know, you, you did, you did, when you came and did that part, a uh, very small little part that people just cracked the fuck up at. In, that was fun. In man. Uh, Don Peyote, you play this my agent, and uh, oh my god, people love that bit. I I missed man. I missed. Uh, I, I want to do more stuff with you, and and we're gonna figure it out. Uh, I want to ask yeah. you one more question uh, before we uh, before we jump here, because I know you're you're a busy dude, and and you like to. Yeah, I'm super busy, dude. I got to get back to lots of things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, how, very very important. I can't name what any of them are, but you know, there's stuff going on. Who do you, what do you think, um, are you seeing a bunch of the movies this year that are uh, up for awards and stuff? Yeah, dude, I just saw La La Land, and I hate to, you know, say what everyone else is saying, but have you seen that movie yet? I have. I mean, I just, I went, I flipped for it. I, I just haven't seen anything like that in years. You loved it, huh? Oh, yeah. You didn't like it? I appreciated a lot of it. Um... I appreciated a lot of it, but um, you know what it was? It was weird. I had a weird reaction to it because as much as I love Gosling and as much as I love her, Stone, um, mm. and they do amazing, and he, he learned the piano, you know, he, 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 yeah. their dancing is incredible. You know, there's something in me that wanted them to be unknowns, you know, like a, like a, if, it, if, this, if the movie, mm. you know? Um, yeah, but because, because it speaks to, it's our story, man. It's I mean, it's, it's all of our stories. Um, oh, I see. You mean the unknown actorness of the story? Well, yeah, it would be amazing if the, the two leads were unknowns. Like, like, you know how, you know, once, you know, that movie once, um, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, even though they were just amazing, they were just lovely. Um, and it, uh, for some reason, it didn't grab me. It just, I, I wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't spelling B enough. <laughs> what does that mean? There wasn't enough spelling B numbers, right? It's not, it's not your Broadway show, so no one can enjoy it, right? That's what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this should be a spelling B, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying that this should be, a, this should be a, a Broadway show. I'd love to see it as a Broadway show. I don't know why it didn't. Listen, I appreciated the fuck out of it. I think um, they were. So I love it. You're like, is it good? Is it Tony good? You know, I don't no, know. No, is it Oscar good? Do you think that it'll win? You think <laughs> you think it'll win awards? I think it is. I think like, I mean, gosh, I just think about the the technical side of it. I mean, I love the human story too, but yeah, this director and this guy's thirty. I mean, he's making us all look bad. Like, good lord, I I couldn't believe the level of just like one of those numbers. Just look at the freeway thing. Right. That, like just that, trying to get that on film. I mean, he was just really blue. I mean, he, the guy's made two films, and like Whiplash is the bad one. <laughs> it's crazy. Whiplash was the bad one. 
No, I'm just saying compared to, I, I happen to like La La Land a little bit more. Like right. they're both amazing. Right. And like for Whiplash to be then, you know, the lesser, the lesser. I mean, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Crazy. This guy's so good. Was it weird to see, uh, um, Simmons in such a, like a, like a, he's like the mater date. Like he's like the, you know, the, the, whatever, the host of the club, the restaurant, he kicks him out. That's all he does. Yeah, he's great. Come on. That scene with him and Ryan is just, I just, it's fantastic, it like, but I wanted him to do so much yeah. more. It was weird just seeing him. Uh, yeah. I would have been open to seeing more of him for sure. Yeah. Who do you think is going to uh, win this year? Um, what's going to be the best, uh, best movie? Man, I, you know, I'm not really, it's so funny. I really was into Academy Awards stuff and movie stuff. I mean, yeah. tell me if you're like this until I like started being in them. And then, I mean, certainly, you know, I have great respect for everyone who's winning those. I just like, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I think it's because I understand art from the ins or that this kind of kind of commercial art from the inside. You yeah. go like, you just can't, um, you can't quantify it like that. You know, who is it who stood up at the Golden Globes? I thought it was great this year and said, like, you know, there is no way to say who's a winner at this stuff. And uh, I agree. Yeah, but yeah. I just used to care more about that stuff. I don't know. It's, all, I love it's all, like all the films. It's all politics. And there's definitely stuff that, um, you know, that is nominated that I'm I'm like, what? This is crazy. But, um, you know, I'm not surprised about anything anymore. Uh but um, did you see Lion? Okay, I actually thought Lion was the other great movie of the year. That, like, yeah, I thought that was unbelievable. As an like, and, and, you know, it's not kind of getting that love. And that's what's weird right. about the Oscars. You go, like, yeah. or any of these award things. Like, how is it quantifiable? But I really thought Lion was terrific. What did you think of Fences? Did you see it? Fences I haven't seen. I haven't seen Nocturnal Animals, okay. uh, which I really want to see. Um, I have a couple. Of, I saw Moonlight. It was great. I saw that. I loved it. Right on. I saw Moonlight, yeah. By the way, I haven't I seen worthy, uh, yeah. Fantastic Beasts yet, which I'm sure is where you're kind of leading me with this conversation. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Do you deserve a nominee? No, no, I get it. Yeah, whoa, get it. whoa, but, my God. But I... <laughs> Do me a favor. Go out. Go out. Watch it right now. Can you watch it right now and make a petition? Can you make a petition right now and go watch it? Were you in? Were you into Harry Potter? What? What kind of segue? Like generationally, we're a little bit late for Harry Potter, right? Yeah, I saw about five of the movies, six of the movies. I never saw the. I never saw all of them. I love Star Wars, man. You know me. I, you know, I'm. Mr. Yeah, no. I think generationally we're Star Wars, yeah, yeah. and my wife, who's about nine years younger than me, right. she was hit by the Harry Potter thing, sure. like right between the eyes. Like she, she, um, and I told you this. She started crying on her 13th birthday, or whenever it is that the owl is supposed to come and give you your, uh, you know, acceptance letter into come? Hogwarts or whatever. And wow. she went downstairs and was crying to her parents saying, I don't owl? need to be a wizard. I, yeah, I just want to know that it's real. You wow. know, I mean, she's so into it. Wow. And wow. her, re I mean, she, she likes you as a human, but when she saw Fantastic Beasts, which I think I was off shooting something when that came out, she was like, it like it all, first of all, she really thought you were the best person in the film, as do a bunch of people I've talked to. That's all I know, dude. A lot of people say you're the best one in the film, but well, she, I, I you know, you are like you always you're... now welcome at our house because like nice. you're, 
you're part of that thing now, and she thought you were just unbelievable in it. Oh man, she's just the sweetest thing in the world, and and you're, all your friends have amazing <laughs> amazing taste. And you, yeah, sir. well, no, she does. Also, like, am I right? You're hearing that, right? Come on, I haven't even seen it, and I know it must be true. Oh, it's true. It's absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'd love your opinion, brother, because. Um, because uh, you're my brother, and it would it would mean you know, um, yeah, man, I feel really good about it. I, I you you uh, you told me once. I'm gonna wrap it up with this, I think, because um, I gotta I gotta run. But um, you you told me something very intelligent once. I think it was on the same. This is what I was getting at earlier, actually. When I when we were running lines for Interstellar, you said to me, "You still there?" No, I'm here. You said to me, um, you know what your problem is, Dan, is you have all the talent that you that you need to succeed, but you lack the confidence. And when you said it to me at the time, I was like, inside, I was just like, fuck, what the, what the fuck? And you were so fucking right about that because I didn't know myself at that moment. I didn't know if I could, you know, be in something as big as Interstellar. Huh? You know, and then between that time and the last couple of years, I, you know, had my kids and things got into perspective. You gain that. I, I gained that confidence because my perspective changed. was like, you better be fucking confident in what you're doing because you got to fucking put food on the table, motherfucker. Um, and that's. Yeah, how but you know, it's funny. Man, did I come from me being in the editing room and seeing how good you are in that thing? It's and it's weird. You can't ever if you were in the editing room, you couldn't see it because it's you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really look at yourself that way, but I'm so glad that had an effect, man, because I know how just unbelievably talented you are and so great. Seeing that poster on the, on the side of Warner Brothers, it's like, uh, God, it was already like that. You were already that good. It's just now it's like everyone knows, you know? Do you know the, an the an Animaniac song? It's time Dude, for... Come on. Yes. You want to sing it with me? It's time, it's time for Animaniacs, and we're zany to the max. To the max. So, okay, that's all you know. Hello, nerd. <laughs> yeah, that was that's good. Um, you you are a true mensch, as they say, and you're my brother. And I thank you for taking the time for the 4D experience. Holy shit! Hi, hi, hi. Hi, we're on the show now. Oh, Hugh. Hello, hello, hello. Can, hello, can I hear myself? Hello. Oh, I'm over here. I can hear myself. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. There's me. Yes. I'm all the way at the end. I'm the guy sitting at the end. <laughs> Are you, can you hear yeah, yourself? They're so big. Uh, <laughs> You sound like Johnny Carson. On the smallest setting, it's still too big for my head. Like, I just sort of have to float. These headphones are so big. <laughs> How big are they? You want to get closer? Oh, my God. Wow. Is this weird? No, it's so great. <laughs> comfy. Oh, I know. I just have to remember. You can move this, this wherever you want. That's so nice. It's like, you can chill like this. Yeah, this is nice. You can yeah, get all Charlie Rose Nice and chill in here. Hey, are we rolling? We're rolling already. All right. Did you guys get weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boo. <laughs> you need a test or anything? Uh, I. Can oh, you, you guys, guys hear? Oh, yeah. I can't. How quite far hear away should this you be? You can't from hear my yourself. Mouth. Where are you? 
you're over here. You're on. I can hear you guys, but not my own splitter. voice, which is weird. Does this? Oh, that happened in the last now? podcast. You hear yourself now? I check, check to... one. Yes, now I can. Now hear you can hear yourself. Okay, beautiful. Okay. And you, Louisa. Yes, I can hear myself. Ooh. This is this is wild, man. Okay, so I I the two people that are here today are two people. Welcome to the damn folk of 4D experience. Happy New Year! I haven't seen you guys. Happy yeah. New Year! Um, we're uh, living a sci-fi movie, as far as I'm concerned, but that's mm. another story. Um, so I'm I'm with the amazing uh, Louisa uh, Krause here. Um, she. We were in a movie called Ava's Possessions together, yes. and just like just to and I'll and I'll tell you to talk about yourself if you want to for for a second in, in, in a second oh God. Oh God. in a little bit. But uh, uh, first thing I want to say about her is that I knew she was an amazing actress because she. We were doing the scene. I was like this silly lawyer in this movie Ava's Possessions, <laughs> and she's off camera, and she doesn't have to be you know weeping, but she's weeping, you know, and I. <laughs> And it made me uh, just remember her just being like, oh, my God, this, this, how old are you? I'm sorry to ask. I'm, well, oh, I'm 30 now. Are you 30? Yeah. Oh, I'm because old. you look like you're in high school. I mean, you look like you're like 20 or something, right? Yeah. We all look I'm old enough of, to know better now. You're, you're a young looking guy, too. Right? I used I used to be. I'm. A, it's catching up with me. It's fun. We, we all got young faces, I think. Yes. To my, to, what, is, what is this? This is the left. To my left, this is uh, Dan, <laughs> this is Dan Powell. Hello. Holy shit. This guy, I'm so happy he's here because this is the the you know kind of uh, award season roundup because we're here to talk about and and this guy is is really smart man. He's, yes. So let me just say this: you he has been involved, uh, I guess uh, creatively. Let's just say on a blanket statement, in some of the, the you know um, Amy Schumer show, right? Yep. Yeah. Inside Amy Schumer for Comedy Central. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Colbert. Uh, sort of. I, I was a network exec who covered the show, so more of a suit involved with Colbert. I don't want to take any Jesus, credit on that, but I was, I was an associate producer on The Daily Show, so that's, uh, Did you, that was... And back when Stephen was a correspondent, actually, yeah. Associate producer. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Hot stuff, oh hot God. stuff. I mean, yeah. And he just directed you in a movie. And he just directed me in a movie. Yes, that was fun. Called uh, Bex. Yes. And where, where, how is that? Where is we at with that? Uh, it's basically uh, edited, and we are now in the uh, emotionally excruciating phase of uh, submitting to festivals and uh, waiting okay. to hear back. So you know how it is. How, how am I? How are you? You're <laughs> yeah. great. Am I? Yeah, you are. In fact, one of the yes. one of the big comments we got back was uh, when we started sending it out was um, more Fogler. Uh, literally, the I get that all the time. Lena's agent was like, "I wish there was more of Dan in the movie." <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God, yo! I just can I just say that <laughs> I I uh, no I I was in a high school field trip to New York City seeing Broadway shows and saw Whoa. you as Barfy. Whoa. Dude. It's and, and Barfay. Barfay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I just like, have, I was like a fan since then and then I got to work with you and now I'm on your podcast and like chilling with you for a little bit. Yeah, man. I was lucky enough to see that I'm too. You like, were incredible. Is that why And then were... I just saw you in Fantastic Beasts and you blew me away. I mean, you, I, in my opinion, you stole the show. But I love the movie. I'm a fan of the entire, I mean, I love everybody in it and I love Catherine too. I I did a film with her a long time ago, but yeah. Can I tell you something, amazing. Catherine? I just realized because I, you know, because I was like seeing other stuff that you were in. We you, we were in taking Woodstock together. Do you oh realize this? Oh my god! And so That's was Catherine. Right. Catherine That's was in it. Right? She was like on a horse, being all sexy. Right? Crazy. 
What? That, oh my god! That, there were so many. That ensemble was so many different people in it. That, and Zach Booth was in it too, and he was in Avis. Yes, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. So I was looking for this. I, I knew that Damn. we were all in taking Woodstock together, but I didn't know that Catherine was. Yeah. That's wow. Wow. Can Small I tell you world. my weird uh, sort of tangential relationship with taking Woodstock was? Yes. I was covering. I uh, was the network exec in charge of production on important things with Dimitri Martin, season one, Holy oh, and shit. we literally Whoa. had to shut down production like mid-season because he got that role and it was like we can't not <laughs> let him go do an Ang Lee movie oh my but God. we were right in the thick of it and it's like oh, oh we had to like God. stop postpone the premiere everything like that just to go let him do the film Ang Lee oh, came and derailed his life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he made my life more difficult but, uh, wow no but you when that opportunity happens you gotta you gotta let the gotta let someone go do it absolutely oh my god yeah. of course you gotta oh my god yeah. you have yeah. to that movie you, she was on the set. She, it was like we were in Woodstock. I mean, yeah, did the feeling. Yeah, just I don't know how how you felt, but we as the Earthlight players, yeah, we, you guys. We never got a direction. We got to just watch videos. He came in for like a big announcement. It was just basically like, I, you know, um, I love what you're doing. You know, just basically, <laughs> you guys are authentic. He would just turn to us and just be like, yes, authentic, yes. I love the Earthlight players. And then he'd turn around and, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Dimitri had, did he ever tell you about some of the stories from that set? Uh, I I heard a couple things sort of tangentially, but not not a huge amount. So what Aang does, you know, uh, legendarily, um, you heard that he did this to Heath Ledger and he did he does this to all of his um and this is one of the things he says said to us wow when he came in on that first day to the Earthlight players were all these like you know young arps upstarts you know we're like yay yeah. we're playing actors and a lot of you guys like, were getting naked we were getting yeah, naked yeah, yeah, you guys. people were getting naked <laughs> real deal stuff real deal shit <laughs> and he comes in one of the first things he says is um Usually I tear actors apart to find myself. But I want to be happy. <laughs> so that's why I'm doing this. Okay? Wow. That's when he said this. We were wow. like, oh, that's why. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, so he legendarily kind of takes the lead actor and makes them his um, puppet. I don't know. I did, I did hear that. That was the one main thing I heard was that he was a little bit... Uh... Rough on Dimitri. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ride at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we told we told this other crazy story on set with uh, Matt Shear, who was one of the Earthlight players. I don't know okay. if you've ever met him, but um, he's got a brother and an agent in the business. Anyway, so uh, there are so many ang crazy ang stories. But let's 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 move on from that. Oh, yes, I yeah. want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear about. Uh, so what's fascinating to me is that I came to Inside Amy Schumer. Through this one thing, my wife was just like, you have to uh, see this, right? So I was like, what? And it was 12 Angry Men. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? And as an actor, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. That's an actor's movie. Yeah, it's I a great movie. It, you guys, uh-oh. You know, oh, I gotta get on that. Go, go see that. Yeah, Go see okay. that. And, okay. uh, and then on the same, you know, sideways note, go see Fences for the same reason. These are some amazing actors. yeah. This is an actor's movie, a great ensemble. It's just them. They're, they're the entertainment yes, of these people yes. in a room. So then we go, we see this, I see the scene and it's brilliant and it's jam-packed with 
brilliant actors who I love. Jeff Goldblum is in yeah, it. Jeff, yes. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. John Hawks. John yes. Hawks oh, yeah. plays uh, the main juror and uh, Paul Giamatti. We Giamatti. got Vincent Carthizer yes. to come do it. Um, Dennis Quaid wasn't one of the jurors, but he played the he cameoed as the judge at the beginning and the end. And uh, it was great. We were sort of joking that... What uh, was it like that day, like on set? Uh, it was actually a sort of crazy shoot because uh, we shot over two days, two long days. We recreated the Sydney Lumet's set from oh. scratch. Two, two, it fucking... It was brilliant. I mean... Yeah, it was uh, It was two incredible days. And, you know, Amy, wow. Amy doesn't really appear in it. They're talking about her, but she doesn't... She appears briefly at the beginning and at the end. But when they're in the jurors' room, they're just talking about her. So she co-directed with our... Our regular director Ryan McFall, um, and uh, it was during the blizzard in January of you know uh, 2015, I guess. So we were basically snowed into Cinema World in Brooklyn. Which have you guys shot at Cinema World? Uh, it's uh, right, 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 it's right. basically the cheapest soundstage in Brooklyn that uh, oh. qualifies for the tax breaks. So that's right, where right, we would right. shoot, <laughs> and it's sort of notorious for having formerly been like a place that they shot like porn in the seventies and things like that. So all of the <laughs> that's awesome. and like a lot of the early music videos in the eighties for MTV. So all of the dressing rooms look like really yeah. shitty porn set, like a sub, like a, a sub, like high school play level sort of constructions of like. The jungle room. But everything's really sticky. It's it's pretty gross. But like, so we're in there during a blizzard and we started by doing a table read because none of the actors had, you know, we finally had them all assembled. It's like we should read through this 19 page sketch before we actually shoot it. And so we're up in this like shitty jungle themed room in the middle of a blizzard with like John Hawks, Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Paul Giamatti reading through this and we're all just sort of all the senior producers are looking at each other like what the fuck is going on <laughs> this is so surreal <laughs> but um it was great yeah we shot in two days uh, we went way into overtime on the second day like shot to like three three in the morning because you guys were yeah. shooting on a, a budget i guess you guys had a yeah i mean we're basic cable it's right. not like that's, it's you know people forget it's not that. a michael bay movie right you could everyone was working for scale and but uh, it looked like it was yeah. kind of shot for shot, right? Yeah, I mean, Amy and brilliant. Amy in particular and Ryan, you better know. than SNL, I think. Quality. It was because it was. Uh, you took a classic and you made it even more classic. That's what I thought. Well, thank you, man. I, that that was very much Amy's baby. It was a. It was sort of a sequel to a sketch we did in the second season, and she wanted to kind of. It was a sequel. Further, huh? well, I mean, it was sort of in. in uh, not in the sense that it was a parody of Twelve Angry Men, but we did a sketch in our second season that was called Focus Group, where it was literally a bunch of guys reacting to the first season of the show and all of their criticism. And it was basically not about the comedy, but about, like, she could be a little hotter, you know, like, right, it's all just, right, all right, the, right. All, you know, you look at YouTube videos of the show and half of the comments are about the comedy and the other half are just about her appearance. And so she wanted to sort of expand on that. And um, right. it was originally just going to be a, a regular length, you know, four or five minute sketch. And then uh, she texted us late one night, as she often does, and said, what if we just make it a whole episode? And we're like, yeah, we're in our third season. I think we've earned the right to uh, yeah. to do it. You'd think the network would have – and she's like, I'll barely be in it. So, you know, I, I was the one as the EP of the show. I had to call the network and be like, we're going to do a special episode. It's going to be in black and white, a parody of a movie They don't from like the to 50s. hear black and white. They don't like to hear that. Well, I was expecting them to be totally resistant, and, and they did express some reservation about – Amy's lack of presence in the episode, but right. I was sort of like, "Look, just keep an open mind. We'll send you the script." And huh. once they got the script, they're like, "We get it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do it." And good. It, it ended up working out. 
That's nice. I'm glad you liked it, man. I love. I'm really it. proud of it. I I mean, that's what that was the first thing I saw that drew, that drew. I knew the show was like picking up steam and people were really digging it and, but I I didn't. That was my first. That was my intro. So I was like, this is brilliant. My favorite thing about that sketch was that with that cast, I sort of joked that we could have just taken that cast to Broadway and done the real <laughs> yes. 12 Angry Men exactly. and people would have like would have loved Jeff it Goldblum, John Hawks they you know Giamatti like yeah wow. it like, yeah it was a good it was a uh, good cast it was a cool cast and then all the um, the guys who I'm sure were you know great improv guys uh, that were filling out the other characters they looked like the part. You know? Yeah, they, they no. just looked. Re- Weren't you in it? I felt like you were in it for a second. No, no, <laughs> was it? That was Chris Gethard. I almost played Chris oh, oh. Gethard's role, but I was like, mistake? I don't think I can pull it Funny. off. Yeah, Gethard. Um, that, Gethard that's was another much guy. Better than he I was ever in that. Been. He was. Uh, I know. He and I uh, known each other for a long time, and. Um, uh, he's such a sweetheart, Chris. Yeah, he's that's great. funny that you get mixed up with him. <laughs> uh, he, uh, what was he in? He just did a, a big movie. Um, he was in Don't Think Twice, Don't Think Twice. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I. Uh, did I you see that it. movie? No. Yeah, that was on. Uh, <laughs> now <laughs> that was on. Uh, it, I, I saw them on Charlie Rose. I was like, oh, okay. When Charlie Rose is interviewing yeah, yeah. this movie has made some impact. Uh, yeah, no, that movie was, uh, I came up through the UCB theater here in New York. Yeah, and I was too, on an improv yeah. team like that, so it was. Did uh, you too? No. <laughs> no. I was going to sit here saying no for the rest of the time. <laughs> in fact, when I left my improv team, Gethard was the one who came in to replace me. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And then and people were just like, man, I love that show you did the other night. And you're just like, what, man? I don't have a, the mustache. I don't have a beard. Because uh, if he had. You, your, his, the facial hair, right? You guys, you're right. You guys could be brothers. Uh, maybe. And now he I live. I li- now off. I live in the neighborhood where he grew up. And everyone's like, "Hey, New man. Jersey, yeah, yeah." <laughs> that is hilarious, dude. Uh, he has a one man show right now uh, that Judd Apatow produced. That's down um, at. Uh, right. Oh, it's at, at Subculture. Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, my. Uh, that's so funny because that's my my uh, Mark Kaplan, my brother in law's club. Yes, we shot and we shot part of the movie there, and I saw Bex, I right? saw him there that night when I went to see uh, he has been, show. That 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 location has been a lot of is has becoming a, a hub Ooh. subculture. It's what also it's place? in Don't Think Twice too. Yeah, yeah. What is this? What is this club? It's it's a it's it's um I did uh, Elephant in the Room there a long time ago my my play part of the Fringe Festival. Wow. It's um uh it's uh, it's called subculture, and the downstairs is basically. Uh, a music venue, cool, um, cool. yeah, where um, they just have a lot of uh, everything from Broadway to rock and roll to. You know, I had, I had a birthday there; it was awesome. I had like this crazy rock and roll oh, karaoke like birthday oh, there. Man. Do you do do I you sing? It. I do, I do, but I don't consider myself like I like I consider myself like an actor singer. Right, right. You know what movies? Not, the, like, what movies did you guys see? Uh, have you seen? Seen. Uh, La La Land. Okay, so uh, how do you feel about La La Land? You know, it didn't didn't hit just, your heart, huh? No, I, me it neither. just bugged me so hard. What bugged you about it? <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I just I got off the phone. By the way, it's fifty fifty down the line. Okay, Topher Grace was just like over the moon for it. Yeah, over okay. the moon for it. Yeah, I mean, I respect it. I respect it, and uh, I dig. I loved Whiplash. You yes, know? and I like that. I mean, I love that this is his next project, that director. Did I you just, see La La Land? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, I mean, my first reaction was like, ah, oh, Gap commercial. And I don't know why it's like, uh, you know, or like, 
Right, they, they could pull that off in a Gap commercial. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and also I think part of I was bugged because it was like, oh, of, you know, obviously, and I, I mean, if I was Emma Stone, of course I would do the show, right? I mean, I would do that. I would want to experience that kind of filmmaking. Mm. Um, but I think it, it bugged me that it was like, she's supposed to be this struggling actress, whatever, and it's Emma Stone playing the part. I would have loved to see you in the part. Well, thanks, Dan. I would have loved to see you. But that's not going to sell tickets. <laughs> but, 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 okay, because... Exactly. Right? It was I saw like the movie and I was like, could have won. I was like, could have won Sundance. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt. Yeah. It'd be a great okay. Sundance movie. Right. And then maybe eke into the theaters and people build up and they start to, you yeah. know, that's what I felt like it should have been. Yeah. Um, right. But then, and I saw the two of them in it. I've said this a couple times already. I, I wish it was two unknowns because I yeah. knew that when they called cut at the end of the day, they were going to go back to their, you know, trailer and have their cappuccino and talk about the scene. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? They were, yeah. they were, they were fine. They yeah. were not struggling. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, it's hard to see. Yeah, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. It's it's a bit of a leap to be like, oh, yeah, you two perfect looking people who we are who are already super famous playing struggling, yeah. just trying to get by in L.A. Types. I I can see that. And I appreciate he's a great actor and she's great. Yeah. And they yeah. went totally, there. Totally. They committed. They did. They did. But I was not. I should have been. Weeping at the end, I right, should have been right, when, when right. she said when she won the award the other night. When they I liked won- her speech, yes, <laughs> I liked her speech. Like, yes, and 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 it made me yeah. It she was talking to me, right, right. But I didn't feel that during the movie. Yeah, yeah. I did feel that during. This is funny because I keep this. I, I I felt that during the movie. You guys seen Sing? No. Which the is, animated film? Yeah. Which is basically... <laughs> I heard it's so great. Which is basically about, you know, let's put on a show and people struggle with, do I have it? Can I make it? Can I get up there and take the opportunity and hit a home run? Or can I follow my fucking dream? It's the same goddamn core. Right. Yeah. And I'm talking about it right now and it's and it, and it, it makes me feel emotional. Right. I should have had the same feeling for La La Land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Humans. Yes, and I did, humans, not, I did not feel that way, and that pissed right, me off. Right. And now it's making me like want to just tear it apart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I liked it. I guess I liked it more than you guys did. It, I, it, I appreciated it. I, I appreciated did too. Moments. I did too. Yes. But what pissed me off the most about it is that I, I, I this is my story. This is our <laughs> right, story. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. You guys have a total different perspective on it than you I know? do. Yeah. I no, mean, no, you have one too, man. What's your dream? What's my dream? Are you following your dream? I'm directing a feature film. You were in my first feature film. Was my so dream. you're following your dream, man. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's what the movie's about. I, I, so you are that artist. But I mean, the, the main characters are, I, mean, I guess, to an extent. But, you know, I, I, I will say this about the movie. It, it, he's it, a jazz guy. I mean, he's, it, he's following his, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's trying to break Yeah, legs. very antiquated dream that he has. Yeah, but, uh, well, like, that was, to, to be fair, they, they acknowledge that. But, um, he's trying to tap dance Shakespeare. It, I, I, it started <laughs> off, I think, when it started, I felt the same way you guys did about it. I think most specifically to me is because his camera work is so intricate that obviously they're singing to a track and it just felt very glee to me. It's like, and maybe it was even the mixing where it's like they're so obviously lip syncing here that it, it mm-hmm. was distracting to me. Um, I think they got better at dealing with that throughout the movie. And then by the end, I was one, and I thought the last five minutes were pretty extraordinary. And just just that last five minute sequence on its own, yeah, I thought yeah. was a pretty... You like that sliding doors thing that happened? Uh, yeah, I did. I was it, it won me over. Yeah, I, I appreciated the story. Yeah, like oh, this relationship, and then 
then life happens and then we move on and yet there could still be something but no you know i yeah. mean uh who maybe can't really connect that to that way, yeah. maybe we all can connect to that you know <laughs> like, but i i yeah it yeah, wasn't if the movie bugged what me. if and then yeah, i think we just if. you know you have to also acknowledge that if they're original movie musicals live action ones at least are so rare these days that it's pretty cool that yes i appreciate one is that. getting made and probably will win best possibly might win best picture and that's because it'll, it'll encourage more to get made yeah. bring back bugsby berkeley <laughs> yeah. yeah busby berkeley big garish overhead shots yes. <laughs> 90 dancers on screen weren't you hoping that this would go there the full did this like go, this did did, La La no. it didn't get there for you no. no because see that's the thing we had that in our subconscious we have busby berkeley in yeah, our yeah. in our subconscious we know what hollywood can achieve and yeah. this was an homage to that right they almost right. got there there's a yeah. fucking high bar that's why i'm just like yes, this is a yes. great indie movie that tried to do that yeah yeah so that's why i would be very surprised <laughs> and that's why i am su- and you know what i'm not nothing surprised me anymore since trump won. <laughs> yeah there are no more surprises ever again anything oh, is possible Lordy. good or bad right that's weird Let's talk about that for just one second. I don't know. Here we are. We're living in this world. The guy's about to be inaugurified. Silence befell the crowd. <laughs> is everybody fucking worried? I'm worried as fuck. I just want to know what's it going to take to not be scared, guys. What's it going to take to get people to just be like, grab him and put him in a, that's a containment cell and just be like, talk to him about what's happening with <gasps> FBI, CIA, Russia. Just be like, sit him down and just be like... I don't know what you guys, I assume you guys did not vote for this man. Definitely no. not. Okay. We got a guy, Nikki, on the show that loves him. Oh, dear. Oh, man. I heard hysterical. him. Yeah, he was in the last podcast. He's a right? trip, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's wow. kind of like my His Ed voice. Sullivan. Uh, yeah, he's just like, wow. Yeah, he's like old school New Yorker. He yeah. knows everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he basically went to acting school with, which is why he's so great to have around. He's got a story about everybody, you know. Uh, Walkin and Keitel and Pacino and De Niro. Oh, wow. yeah. He's you know and and hung out around Studio Fifty Four during the heyday where everyone was. He's got a story about everybody, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. What a great character he is, you know. Yeah. I put you know, I put him in Don Peyote. I try to put him in things because he was in the funeral actually, um, Abel Ferrara movie, and uh, he's been in a lot of Abel Ferrara stuff, and he's got some weird. He's got a, you know, he's very old school, and of course he voted for Trump. You know, he's just like, <laughs> you know, he's just so from another decade. He's like stuck in the '80s, but uh, anyway, he knows everybody. Uh, he's got a story about everybody. Uh, Mickey Rourke, like, you know. Wow. Yeah. I loved him too. I mean, he would always like he was like back in the background. He was like get, getting everybody back on track. Yes. <laughs> like he was like, in the, he, like and then he, he would like come a... in and put in his two cents, and I was like, actually. You're brilliant. You're genius. Yes. That's right. You know, like when Nikki's the voice of oh reason, you gotta right. You gotta start worrying. But they, I know. Oh god. So, did you guys see Lion? Yeah, I saw it. That was like. Let's talk about this movie a little the bit. First movie I saw of the. Did you see Lion? You know. I have not. I'm not. Okay, I've well, seen basically I, Moonlight and Arrival are the other two like awards contenders that I've seen. You see Moonlight and Arrival. Okay, yeah. I'd, oh, let's talk about those in a second. Okay. We, okay. We both have you seen those? I saw, yes, yes, yes. So, Lion for a second. You think Dev Patel, he's up for, uh, well, he'll probably be up for best supporting. He is. He is supporting. It's a little controversial. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, because he's in half of the movie. 
But he, he yeah. also isn't he doesn't he get like title billing and above the line Interesting. you know like I think yeah, oh, his that face is a... face on the poster name above the title yeah. huh. but supporting actor. Yeah, he's got a good agent, that's why. Oh. <laughs> that's the, you know, that's all it's, politics. It's the Ethan Hawke yeah. uh, syndrome, I guess. Oh. Yeah, from Training yeah. Day. Cuz oh. Ethan Hawke had more screen time than Denzel Washington. Ah. But he got supporting actor Denzel Washington got and won best actor. And the argument was that even though Ethan Hawke has more screen time, he plays like a more passive role to Denzel Washington's. It was more of like a philosophical. Denzel's the the lead philosophically, if not literally, right? As opposed well, to Den- the supporting that's an, character. That's that's the whole political thing too. Yeah. Denzel got it for his past work, man. You think he he got it for that performance? He was good. Yeah, it was a combination. I mean, I love him in that. Movie I would love, I love him that movie. To, and I actually get their argument, but it's it is uh, it, there's it's a very gray area. Do you, you see Fences? No. Okay, you should see that. I mean, yeah. everyone should see it. You're, but you're an actor. Yes, yes. They, they did it on Broadway. Uh, right. Viola and him especially. Um, and when you see the movie, you say, you say, oh, yeah, they this is a tight, tight ensemble. Yeah. They are machine gunning these lines at each other. Neato. You know, and just, it, for me, it was like an acting, um, like, master class. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go see it, man. Goody. I'll take my ass back to class. <laughs> I think the watch the Yeah. No, you know it just, you know, you know. I, I'm not a big class person either, but <laughs> no, I know. suddenly you sit down, you're just like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. shut up. Give it and, to me. Give it to me. I'm gonna absorb <laughs> this. Yes. Yes. I hope they win a lot of fucking. I hope they win <gasps> a lot of awards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lion, because you have yeah, kids. You have how many kids? You have Dan? Two. Two. So yeah, well, wow, me too. So what, how are the ages? Uh, Jack's about to turn six, and uh, okay. Sally's two and a half. Oh boy, yeah. How's that running you? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's why I'm aging faster, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier. <laughs> no longer as baby face as I used to be. No, they're exhausting, but they're great. They're, it's really time, fun. Last time I saw you, last time I saw you, you said that your daughter basically just uses you as a transportation system. Like yeah. you, like she just like is like tugs you and just like come here and like you lift her up and she points. Yeah, and you're just like okay, over to the refrigerator, yeah. whatever the fuck, over to the cupboard. She does that to my wife too. Is basically just like treats us like mm. horses, where it's just like you know like kick us in the flank, and and points in the direction she wants to go. That's where that's where my my uh, ten month old is at oh right now. Oh my god! <laughs> so I got and then I have a four. So I'm basically where you, where you yeah about a year earlier, yeah a year earlier. My, I got a four-year-old who's about to be five in July, so she's four and a half. So anytime I see anything that has a kid in it, um, I'm a puddle. I'm a puddle yeah. on the floor. Mm, yeah. So I saw a lion basically. These kids are basically, uh, in, where are they, in India? Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. on their, And they're on their own, man. And they're like sent out into the wilds to collect stuff to sell, to, you know, barter, whatever. Ugh. This little kid, how old was he? Jeez, I don't know. Must have been like eight or eight. Let's say, yeah, you know, between six and eight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, and he he falls asleep on this train, waiting for his brother to come back. Um, I don't, you know, yet you haven't seen it, but just the, just the idea of this kid on a train. Imagine yeah. like your kid oh. traveling alone. There's no one on this fucking train. It's like a freight train. Yeah, yeah. And he's just calling out, help me, help me. Oh, my God. That whole sequence. Oh, my. It'd be brilliant. How far is he going? How far is he going? Oh, my God. He's going so far away. He wakes up. They stop. He's, like, banging on Nobody help. Like, the the train continues on. He goes, like, I don't know, 2,000 kilometers or whatever. So he just goes really far away from home. and And 
How sad is that? Oh. So you, so this kid basically does all the heavy lifting for Dev. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Dev comes in and is just all, hey, what's up? You know, <laughs> you know but like, he, remember it, all those emotions you felt for that other actor? Yeah, exactly. Apply them to me now. <laughs> exactly. I love, he's great. He's great. And he gives a great performance. But yeah. that's, I think that's why he's considered uh, supporting. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that uh, little kid is brilliant. He, brilliant. And I loved Dev. I mean, I yeah, he I, he seems like the kind of guy who has just a huge heart, right? Doesn't he? Yeah. And like, and he's like able to tap into, you know, and and uh, yeah. But I think he also really fell in love with that little boy. I mean, yeah. it makes it so easy. I feel like when you work with somebody who you can really just sort of. But he never really worked. I think he showed up. I read or something that he showed up on set, and like watched the kid. Ah. Some and and I'm not. Sh- I don't know. I wonder. To be, try to mimic him or something. I guess or just was like, okay, this is who I am, older. Right. You know. Um. But I, you know, I was a sap for lion. I was like the holidays. I was with my family. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go lock myself in my, you know, time for me time, just like in my room, <laughs> my little kid room. I was in my little kid room, my computer <laughs> with the free screener, you know. And I, I was like crying, you know. Yeah, I I enjoyed. I I dug lion. I really did. Did you see Moonlight? I saw Moonlight. Okay, oh you my saw god, Moonlight yes. Too. Oh, yeah. So uh, so um that's another movie where where it's uh spliced up yeah. Like yeah. there's a younger version and there's a middle totally. version. Totally. Those performances were excellent. The yes, mi- the middle agreed. version that kid where you know he comes in and smashes the bully with the man, you didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah. All you, three of the or all you, three actors yeah. who played that character were it's like where did they find these people? Yeah, and yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought it was cool that they didn't make a huge you know, effort to make the character, to make them look, you know what I mean? Like, it was clear that it was, it. it was more about the, the performance than it was about... You know like what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was about it the... Was uh, it was distilled down to their soul. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And you felt that. Right. Yeah, they, right. they all had the same essence. The gentle yeah. Yeah. soul. The gentle... Uh, but um, um, yeah. that movie, I, could, I watched the movie and I was like, okay, this is Oscar-quality performances. I, I don't know. Who are... Did you know anybody in this movie? I didn't no, know anybody. No. In this movie. Um, I recognize the the guy who's in the first act who plays the the drug dealer. You know the the father figure to the kid. He's been in some mm-hmm. things. Sure. But, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. He's yeah. actually uh, right. He was in um, House of Cards. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. I, yes. Which exactly. I, yeah. He's he's always great. And Janelle Monae was in it. And um, right. 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 Uh, but I'm uh, talking about the main those. Oh those the no the, the, the main characters. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a, no. I didn't recognize any of them. But you're right. He and he's nominated. Um, uh, for supporting, right? Didn't he? Did he win? He won uh, at the Golden Globes. Globes. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, the editing, though, I thought in both of those movies. I mean, it just was so seamless. Like, huh. I, I, for uh, but yeah, definitely Moonlight was like, I it, it, you know, it never it it didn't really take me out. It actually made me want to even more be involved in the film, the the way that it was edited. Yeah. In Moonlight. Yeah. 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 And you know. Um, I I didn't feel uh, emotionally connected to it like I would say something like sing. <laughs> but, um, I I was sitting there and I was just like, these are great fucking performances. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think it's. I hope it does well. Uh, in the Oscars. Yeah, me too, me too. Yeah. Again, I was in my childhood room watching that one. <laughs> I did a lot of it. And I, and I was kind of just sitting there going like, huh, huh, you know? 
wow, this movie's good. Uh, is you your know? childhood room similar to how it was when you were a child? Yeah. What's dude. on the walls? What are the posters? Like, oh, posters of like dance productions I've been in, or wow. there's like framed little ballet shoes that are stitched up with like Cute. red um, classic uh, sequins when I was Dorothy in um, the Wiz. In the I was Wiz. Dorothy in the Wiz. How weird is that? Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it was Make a awesome. tremendous amount of sentiment. <laughs> <It was> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. That was okay. great. Oh, that, yeah. Props to my teachers. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird room. <laughs> it's trying to go for t- also like a tropical island vibe. Did you have any movie posters or like uh, like uh, band posters or anything? No, like no, I was like such a like nerd kid. Yeah, I didn't have any cool any of those musical kind of cool... theater stuff. Like... Not even. Well, actually, no. My brother has a Hedwig poster. Oh, there. Well, my your brother's brother. the cool. He's the cooler one. Yeah. Yeah. Is he an actor too? No, he's in L.A. editing. Um, but I was in his short film of his. He wants. I, he's got a few feature films he's written. So he's he's a, he's the smart one. <laughs> what are you working he's the smart on now? Sibling. I'm gonna be in the next season of the Girlfriend Experience. Cool. The Girlfriend Experience. Oh yeah. What is that on? What is that? Stars. Stars. <laughs> yeah. Cool yeah. man. Yeah, I'm excited. It's my first lead in a TV show. Holy like shit! A part, yeah, uh, yeah. Congratulations. I'm excited. Woo-hoo. I get so to what's be the, the character, the, the girlfriend of the girlfriend experience. <laughs> you are the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, for the well, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I am. Are you playing? Are you playing your age? Or are you playing? You yeah, playing well, like, I'm playing a little younger, just a little yeah. bit younger. Yeah. Cool. The baby faces. The baby faces. <laughs> baby faces of the world. What was your experience? Uh, well, what was your favorite movie to work on? Oh, gee. I think, I think. Uh, well, the first one that comes to my mind is King Kelly. Um, um, because I, it was so much more than just a regular old, like, camera setups. Because I got a camera myself that I was I was shooting myself a lot and oh. um, um, so a lot of the movies that made out of footage I actually shot oh cool which is cool. way cool yeah and, and it was a really larger than life character and so that was fun to take on it was just um, and it's about sort of the shock factor of the internet and how you know the uh, we're all such narcissists these days or at least a lot of folks in my generation are like you know with the iPhone and being obsessed with ourselves and, yeah. yeah you know so it was a real comment on today's huh. world and it's it is shocking and it's actually really funny too the character's crazy but that I think is was my favorite movie that I ever worked on what called, did I, yeah, King Kelly what did I, I remember I texted you recently I just saw like one scene from this movie and I think I don't know how much you're in it you were like played this like seductress and uh, you steal this guy's money or something. Oh, huh. Maybe, was that the Phenom? Phenom. Really? Did you see the Phenom? With Paul Giamatti's in it? And I don't yes. know. Or You play this like... Be, I'm like... I'm like Southern. And, yeah. And yeah, you're like... Yeah. You're chilling on this like... Diving, uh, diving board. board. Yeah, yeah. All I saw was that scene. I think I saw maybe 20 minutes in this movie. And then I was like, oh, I know her. Yeah, And then yeah. I thought... He, and I, and then I, st- I kept watching it because yeah, of Noah. Yeah, I kept watching it because of you. And then I kind of I don't know. Not no offense to him, but I I lost interest. But I was like, man, you just cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought you fun. stole that. You stole every bit oh, of that. Oh, thanks, Dan. Because you're not in that movie. Uh, no, I'm not. Right, I'm not. It's just that one scene, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, just that one evening, one little scene. <laughs> one night in my life. She's good. You're good, man. Oh, Dan, you're you're good. You're good. <laughs> so good. Um. I want to see this movie that you two have done together. 
Yeah, yeah Bex. I'm excited to get it out there. So and, let's talk about who's in that. Yeah, uh, Lena Hall from Hedwig, sort of, you know. Yeah. Uh, she actually just got done off the... Um, Amazing voice. That tour, yeah. Uh, she did a cover of X's Nose that she just posted on Facebook that... Uh, all right, you're going to have to pause the taping because I have to cough. We can always edit it. We edit it. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. I cough all the time. It's uh, because it got so warm so quickly, now my allergies are killing me. Is it warm in here now? No, not in here. In, uh, oh, like it, outside. Like it went yeah, from like yeah. 30 degrees to 60 degrees. Yeah, a lot of people, it's just like... Uh, yeah. They say that's how, the, uh, <coughs> that's how the Neanderthals kicked it. The weather changed the weather too changed quick. changed too quick. Hmm. And they just started hmm. coughing. It's going to kill me. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lena uh, Hall is in it, and Mina Subari. Yes. And Christine Lottie. Yes. And cool, yourself. Cool, cool. And Haley Kiyoko. And Michael Zegan's in it. Mike Zegan kind of shows oh, up I in the third act guy. for. Yeah. Uh, oh, he was He's also great. in Taking Woodstock. He was too? Oh my God. I, I believe didn't so. Know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I got to check that, but I think he is in it. Yeah. It's funny because yeah, he is because of your part in because the movie. Because he plays her brother. Yeah, he plays her yeah, brother. Yeah, he's in it. Awesome. He's in Taking Woodstock. Awesome. the other. And uh, they have a co- couple great scenes together. It's funny because of your your part in the movie is kind of isolated to the bar. Yeah. So you didn't really work with Christine. In fact, I think Christine was picture wrapped before you even shot a single scene. Yeah. And uh, I mostly I, I mostly worked with. And there uh, were a couple things with Mina, but I don't even think you guys yeah. interacted. Mina, really. I worked yeah, with her almost. Yeah. Who's great? Yeah, and you guys knew each other. Beforehand, right? I I knew her uh, because I met her at, at <laughs> Subculture. I met her at Subculture because uh, she. I knew her because of Hedwig. I was like, I I knew I loved that movie, right? Yeah. And then uh, yeah. and then I saw her perform at Subculture. We were talking about earlier. Uh, yeah. My cool. my brother in law's uh, music venue. Neat. She sounds like oh my god. Um, like 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 a young Janis Joplin. Yeah, she's got Janis oh, Joplin. Certain moments, yeah. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Very excellent. Um, and uh, and she and uh, uh, Mina, they get it on in this this film. Yeah, very a couple, a couple sex scenes. Very yeah. sexy. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. Very sexy. <laughs> 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 wow, wow, wow! <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm curious what's going to happen with this movie. I'm really proud of it. I We just need to, we're figuring out where it's going to premiere, and then it'll do its usual indie circuits nice, of uh, nice. festivals and hopefully get a distributor later this year. After we all went to go see Mad Max that time. The, the, <laughs> That's the right, we one, saw Mad Max. Where yeah. you, when you walked out of that and you were in like, because I had, that was like my third time seeing it. I love that, yeah, that movie my first so time. too. And that was your first time. <laughs> yes. And you came out of that just like, I could tell like your ears were just all, wow, wow. You were just like, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm in my own world right now. I, I got it. You were just like, <laughs> you were just like. It's a very intense experience, yes. especially yeah. in like 3D IMAX. Like that is not a. He was, a, he was in shock. <laughs> totally. So uh, were you surprised? And because you, you love the movie, right? Fury Road. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, were yes. you surprised that I love Thunderdome? Like I'm, I'm like all sure. in on Mad me Max. Me too. Yeah, me too. Right. But but Fury Road, did you think it was going to win all those awards? Uh, you know, I, I didn't give it much thought, but I was actually I was really happy. I was so proud that it did when it did because yeah. it, you know that when my you know 68 year old mother is watching is texting me during the Academy Awards, being like, I guess I should see this Mad Max movie. <laughs> Like it's winning all these awards. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not funny. for you, but I'm, I'm very happy that you've been made aware of it. I uh, was gonna, I love, I love everything Mad Max, and but I was gonna, I was gonna boycott it because of Mel Gibson because I'm Jewish. Yeah, and um, 
they were like, oh, I was like, oh, Tom Hardy's in it. And I'm so happy that I made myself go and see it because it was one of my favorite movies uh, in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, visually incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gibson's movie is uh, Hacksaw Smidge. Hacksaw oh. Ridge. Smidshaw Flack. <laughs> What's it? Flinshaw Bridge. It's Hacksaw Ridge. I haven't seen it. Have you guys I seen nope, it? I have nope, not nope. seen it. You know, it's it's up for an award. Yep. I mean, I, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about that whole thing? I I I haven't. I don't really have much interest in his films, and uh, not not because of the personal stuff. I just you know, uh, I think he looks like yeah. an evil character in like a Marvel movie now, doesn't he? <laughs> With the beard. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say something controversial, which With the is mustache, I, different color mustache and gray beard. He's uh, <laughs> fuck you, Tony Stark. I. I almost kind of wish he had been in the new Mad Max. I, I know that's controversial, and I'm Jewish too. Wow, dude. But here, here's my ex- – wow. let me explain my reasoning. Wow. A, one continuity of character, and B, Whoa. the movie is about him. I wouldn't have seen it. Well, remember, you wouldn't have seen it. No. But just bear with me. Okay. So the movie's very – it's a very feminist move for a move for an, for an action movie that has a guy's name above the uh, – although I, technically, I mean – Charlize Theron is really the star of that movie. He's sort of like he's the he would be the supporting. We're nominated for Academy Awards. He'd be probably be best supporting, even though like Tom she Hall. she's the lead in Fury Road, right? And he's the supporting character, right? Exactly. But it's yeah. very much a movie that's like uh, very. I hear the next pro, one's about pro her. feminist standpoint, and given his history with things about women, uh. and it's about this character. He could have totally. Of re- it's about it's about this character needing redemption, and I yes. think that there could have been a lot of sort of parallels to people just his applauding life. With the, when he has the Hannibal Lecter grill on his face to begin. Just keep him in the grill. <laughs> keep the grill on. Well, don't you think it would have been cathartic to see him as that character basically? Realize, I would have loved like, to see him to... dragged through the mud and burned, and you know, I would have loved to see all that. <laughs> I would have loved to see her have like a star of David on her neck. You know, Charlize with the star of David, and he's and she's just like smacking him around with a metal arm dunk, <laughs> dunk. and he's just all sorry may I have another and literally turning to the camera and just breaking the you know the, the wall and just looking to the audience just being like I'm sorry to all the Jewish members in the audience and then her just branding him with the, the star of David on his ass that I would have yeah. loved to see I would have loved to see that and I'm not even that Jewish I, I guess and again I'm I, I, for some reason I find Mel Gibson's anti-Semitism to be like I just think he's troubled and I think anti-Semitism is like I just think like rude remarks about Jews is just like his weird, crazy like tick that he goes to when he's having like a meltdown. Tourette's. I don't the idea. You're blaming it on Tourette's. I, I I just feel like I it's... heard a crazy thing from a really reliable source. This is sick to say that he used to call Natalie Portman his little oven stuffer. Boy, now I don't know if he was drunk on that day. Uh. But what do you think about that one, people? Oh, that's rough. My. That is rough. How do you? What was he in? How do you tap dance around? The, uh, what were they in together? I don't know. But the, she used to. They used to hang out at least. And when they did, <laughs> Mel Gibson would and Natalie Portman just fucking hang. They I would think, just like chill so. together. I don't know. I don't huh. know. But they were working on something together. Okay. I'm gonna find this out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna you know what? Yes. I'm gonna find it right now. I'm gonna find it right now. Oh my! This room smells like wet. When I used to go to get, uh, this is taking like me a, back. You know how smell smells like are so powerful. Parm? No, it smells like where I, I would go to get my SAT like 
like, you know, to just bump up your SATs. I went and got tutored by this couple. Like your Princeton and it review. it smells like that place. It and smells I like smelled, that? I it smells like the tutor's place? I'm pretty sure. He smells like the tutor's place. Yeah, but that, that's who, and they were like characters. Like, they wow. were like. Wait, wait, what were their names? I don't remember. Did they help improve your score? Was, no. Wait, well, did you grow I mean, up in New York? It. No, Northern Virginia. Oh, okay. Because okay. I, I had some weird tutors. Yeah, but wow, this is what it's I'm going to do like Natalie that. Portman, <laughs> Mel Gibson. This is, the, this is the world we live in. Speaking of racist and tutors, my driving instructor was extremely racist. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> what would he say? I can't even say. I'm, I'm not willing to say. He would use the N-word as essentially like a verb. Here we go. Oh, it's, and then, oh, I, oh, it's not. It's not Portman. It's not Portman. Well, it oh, could have been Portman. It? At this point, it could have been anybody because here's a couple stories where it says <gasps> Winona Ryder. Mel Gibson called me his little oven dodger. <gasps> oven oh, dodger. This is what does that even mean, you guys? It means an oven dodger. She, she's At wily and she escaped the. Oh. Uh, she escaped oh, the camps. Oh, okay. Oy, oy, oy. Right. Jesus. Obviously. And that was back when he was like, that was back in the, like, the 80s. I'm imagining like Dodger, like Dodgers, the baseball team. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I just exactly. want to think sports. I just want to think sports. You're such a sweet The funny soul. thing is, is yeah, that, that uh, remark, depending on oh, how geez. you interpret it, could, oh, either be, could either be a misogynist remark or an anti-Semitic remark, Jeez. but either way, it can't be good. Yeah. Oh, my good Lord. Okay, anyway, there's there's a couple stories here where people are just like, yes, Mel Gibson keeps saying my name and the word oven all the time. <laughs> it's upsetting me. <laughs> you know, so look it up. Um, wow, wow. You know what? You guys are delicious. I Ooh, can, I love that we word. Could, I know. <laughs> we could go on like this forever. Okay, so this is the last question to wrap everything up because and anytime you guys want to be on the show because you're both delightful. Oh, Thank thanks, you for having Dan. us. Yeah, um, really. <laughs> what do you think is going to win this year, and what do you think uh, you know should win this year? Oh, God. from what you've seen. Oh no! Academy Awards. <laughs> Pressure's on. Yeah. What you saw Arrival, win? right? I did. I did see Arrival. I liked it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I love Sicario, his previous film. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Sicario! Oh yeah, that. that was great. Oh, run! Do intense, not want to intense. see Sicario. I gotta go it's see intense. it. Intense. Did you see I Zero Dark Thirty? I did. It's yeah. it has a similar. Uh, like imagine Zero Dark Thirty, but like with the narco war. It's sort Emily of Blunt, Emily Blunt, right? Yeah, yeah and, uh, I love Emily um, Blunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benicio del Toro is I love him unbelievable time. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is terrifying. Are you able way. to see his eyes at all? Or is it really just like yeah, he's he's pretty squinty? Squinty. But, uh, I love it when he gets squinty. <laughs> he plays. It's it's a really interesting character because he's a uh, it's a very sort of he he exists in a sort of moral gray area where. You could you could either see him as a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah. And depending on your point of view. Wait, way of the gun. You ever seen that one? Oh yeah. No. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Him and Ryan Phillippe just looking cool and shooting <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Dude who's great in that movie is uh, Sarah Silverman in the cold open in that movie, like oh. playing that you know, totally crazy woman in a parking lot, uh, mm. just screaming like obscenities at Ryan Phillippe. No way, She's that's great. her. That's Sarah, yeah. Uh, that was one of her first like dramatic roles, yeah. I love her. I have a great story about her actually. She's great. I, yeah. What is it? I want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll we'll end with this one. So <laughs> Perfect. We dodged it. Yeah, we dodged yeah, the question. <laughs> you don't have, don't have to commit to a winner. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> um, we talked enough about that shit. 
So, oh, I made a weird farting sound on my hands. <laughs> I think it smells like that because there's a chicken parm sandwich in here somewhere. Oh, well, sure no, I no, I, I don't smell the chicken parm, though. You I just smell like either. the weird it's paint like the finish. room. <laughs> it smells like your tutor. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so, Sarah Silverman has been an angel in my life. Uh, uh, many occasions she has, like, saved me, you know, um, and uh, one of the first times I met her, she, we were doing this, uh, it was a reading. Sometimes they do these, like, they're, they're testing out these uh, casts for a big fucking Pixar movie. It was uh, Wreck-It Ralph, okay? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so basically, um, uh, John C. Riley, who I love, uh, couldn't be there for the reading. So I went from, like, you know, munchkin number four <laughs> to, hey, can you wow. read Can you read Rick and Ralph, yeah. you know? So I'm just like, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, God. so I get there, and I'm just like, okay. And I'm like, uh, you know, maybe I'll do it like this, you know? Like, you know, like, like trying voices. <laughs> and the director's like, yeah, sure, whatever, because he knows I'm not going to be the right, character. Right. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to win this part. Yeah. So I'm, like, so I'm going to do it like this, you know, whatever. No, you know, like the same fucking, I'm, like, I'm going to be Gleason or whatever the fuck. So, cause I don't know, it made sense to me. And he was just like, yeah, do whatever. Um, and uh, so, wait, what the fuck was the point of the story? <laughs> oh, oh right. Right. So we do this, we do this. <laughs> right, Sarah Silverman. And she's, everyone else who was at the table ended up in the movie. Um, and I did not uh, at all. Um, because of this ridiculous read. Because I was doing my lines like this. <laughs> And no one would laugh in this entire room. They were oh, like, God. all these exists and everything. <laughs> and then everyone else would say something, and they'd just be like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm the star of the fucking reading. Yeah. So, oh. so that's a lot of downtime of people just silence. You know, silence. Someone else's line, roaring applause. It was fucking horrendous. So Silverman could see that this was hard for Fogler. So we're walking around for a tour at Pixar afterward. And I'm just like trying to be like, huh, shake that off. <laughs> and we go to this like weird like saloon back room. Like they they push open this door and they're like, yeah, this is our little speakeasy. Right? I'm just like, cool, man. This is like really cool. So we're all sitting in this this like special speakeasy room. The door slides back. And on the other side of this wall are people like, you know, in their offices doing work. And now we're in this like little covert room. I turn around. And there's Silverman, and she's got a lit joint going. She's just smoking <laughs> the joint and passes it to me. And I was just like, thank you, thank you, doodly dance. And anybody else? No. So it's just me and her and just passing this joint, <laughs> laughing it up. Oh, yes. she just, what a wonderful lady. She nice. just does whatever the fuck she wants, man. She's yeah. great. Um, Thank you, Sarah Silverman, for just being the most wonderful person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys. Thank you. And come Dan. on whenever you want. Of course. Um, yeah. Did you have a good time? Did you get... Hell Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Cool, man. Uh, all right. That was a good one. We're oh out of here. Oh, my God. Thanks, Bogler. <laughs> <laughs> We're to the max. There's baloney in our slash.